Welcome to the Nightly Rant with your hosts, Mike and Toria. This is the show where we examine society from a sarcastic point of view. If you like insane conversations, this is definitely the show for you. Let's get into today's topic. YPN people, I don't know about you, but I love helping out a friend. That's why I want to shout out my friend Brian Little and his podcast, Your Favorite Blockhead. This is the only show that manages to weave together peanuts and MMA into one heck of an amazing podcast. You can find your favorite blockhead wherever your favorite podcasts reside and at yourfavoriteblockhead.com. Do me a huge favor and listen to Brian's show. You'll be entertained and you'll help out a friend. Now, as I said, let's get into today's topic. So... Automation so, on Instagram. It's Took awesome. A dump. Just kidding. It's not Took awesome. a dump. Took a royal shit. So I don't understand, though. As you know, everybody, I do programming for a living. And do you? I certainly wouldn't offer the ability to do automation on my platform if I didn't want people to do automation on my platform. Oh, I know. It's bullshit. It's just, it's just ultimate crap. It's like having a restaurant that you ser- you you put like five different kinds of hamburgers on the menu, uh-huh. and then you say, and then when someone orders a hamburger, you say, "Now nah, we don't make hamburgers. Get out! Yeah. How dare how dare you order a hamburger? Get out!" That's I that's think, what they're doing. I think automation is uh, one of the most threatening things to most people who are not going to ever touch code. To, it's it's a threat to the livelihood. If you can't code and you're not going to learn how, you better find a job today that's not going to go out of this style resume in the next 20 years because automation is about to take shit by the fucking you know what like in every way hold on a second who's that mysterious voice i recognize that voice who is that you looks like jackson i don't know it's jackson horn the guy that likes to change his instagram name on a daily basis like his clothing question for (laughs) you do you even know what we're talking about when we talk about automation like seriously do you know what we're talking about I don't think you know what we're talking about. Are you about, really asking this question now? Yeah, because your comment doesn't make sense to me. <laughs> Come on. What? What, what? What were you talking about? Come on, tell me. You He's going to sit back down. You said, you said automation on Facebook, which could imply... No, on Instagram. Not- on Instagram. So what it is, is there are millions of these bots that are out there that can like and follow people. And there's one in particular, but I'm not going to name it because I don't want to get them in trouble. But they're <laughs> really good. They're really good at, well, put it to this way. Don't comment with them because they're stupid. But finding people that fit a niche that you like, they're almost too good. But Instagram offers this capability for people to automate their process. And then they bitch and moan that people are using it to grow their following. And they try to say that it's the same thing as buying followers. I'm sorry. All it really is, is if you want to grow followers on Instagram, you have to go around. You have to find people that you like. You have to like their posts. You have to follow them. And you have to get them to follow you back. How is that? All this is with automation is instead of being able to do, let's say, 30 people in an hour, they can do 300 people in an hour. It's the only difference. It's no different. It's not like if it was artificial intelligence, I would be a little afraid by that. But come on, what the hell? I mean, I don't get it. Well, you still do 30 people in an hour, except for you get to spend that hour doing something exponentially more productive than liking posts on Instagram. It really, yeah. it, it really does seem like Instagram depends on your level of clout, as they're now calling it, which is a, it more. It's just, yeah. and it's like 
I'm just thinking, well, if clout is the one thing that makes you care about following me, then I say you're looking at the wrong thing. Like, I don't, like, what if I don't want to have clout? What if I'm just here being myself and I happen to know shit and you think I should have clout? Like, isn't that your problem? And I think people are just look for the wrong influences. And it's, it's like, you know, I mean, I've been, I've been unfollowing celebrities every day. I just let them, I just unfollow, unfollow every five minutes and it makes me happier because I don't care about their clout. Yeah. You know, you're, you're right about that. And like, what's sort of stupid is, they put like this 10,000 follower level before you can have like the swipe up feature. I think that's dumb. I think the whole idea that they don't allow hyperlinks inside of the posts themselves is stupid because what they're really <laughs> trying what they're really trying to do is avoid it being used for business purposes. Yet, they continue to push their advertisement sales on me on a daily basis because I have a business account. If you don't want businesses, why make business accounts? And if you don't want businesses, why force us to advertise? If you don't want people to automate, don't give automation. It just seems like a basic concept to me. And did you hear that they want to remove likes entirely from the platform? Like no more like. What the hell are you going to do on Instagram? Just keep scrolling and never touch a picture and just, oh, look, there's a pretty picture. Oh, there's another pretty picture. There's another. Like, How are people even going to know you looked at it? You're going to comment on every picture? Not me. Listen, I, this is the way I look at Instagram these days. It's very simple. The only reason why any of us get on Instagram is to see what other people are doing with their life that we're not doing with our own life. Why else, why the fuck else would you like anything that you can't have it for your own self? If you want to go, if you see a bunch of people who are at a bar and you're not there, then just go to the bar on your own tomorrow. Like fuck with, fuck, fuck their picture. Fuck their story too. Like I don't care what happened. I want to go do it. Like I'm not like, I'm just going to sit here. And look at everyone's life while I sit here and do nothing with mine. That makes perfect sense. That's what, that's that's why Instagram is so powerful. Because like we all just sit here and we're like, uh. <laughs> I kind of I kind of like the fact that likes are going to go if they do go. Because for videos, if you watch it and then you like it, what is that? It's just you just emphasize support twice. I don't know. <laughs> so so speaking of life, it's been a while since we talked to you. Why don't you catch us up on what you've been up to? I have moved into a new condo and graduated my software development program finally. And my best friend of, of like a decade, you know, or more, he, uh, his, his fiance of four years left him very abruptly recently. So he and I have been kind of rekindling our brotherhood because when she was around, it was harder to, you know, just do anything like men. And so now he recently just offered me to pay 450 a month on his couch and it's an awkward time for me because I, you know, my dad's about to buy me a new car. Um, that's, you know, it's, it's a very, very inexpensive car just to work for Lyft and Uber. You know, if I work for Lyft and Uber for like two months straight or less, I can make enough money for first month for in Denver and then I can get my job in the interim and then just go there. And that's kind of my plan at this point. Cool. So you kept alluding to some um, big news you have. Is that the big news? That, I mean, that's, that's like the biggest news right now. But I mean, some other funny news, somebody in a Lyft car... <laughs> Sorry, not a lift car. Somebody in my lift, they accused me of being high while I was driving. And what's important is that lift didn't believe them and they rehired me. <laughs> That's what's important about this. <laughs> and I was very, I was very scared about that. But yeah, whoever you are, if you reported me, you have no fucking life. I hope your cat dies. So, you know, we once, we once had to go like maybe 15 minutes away to pick up a car at a car dealer. And we got into the car and about five minutes into the drive, it was quite obvious that the guy was extremely stoned. It smelled like he had a pound of marijuana in the trunk of the car. And yeah. and we did report that because he drove rather erratically. And I later found out that they, they like gave me a status and they, they basically just warned him, which I thought was kind of shocking because... You know, they, as you know, they cover you with commercial insurance when you're driving. So yeah. if you got into an accident, 
because you were high, they're yeah, going to be, their insurance is on the hook. Yeah. And that's what I told Lyft. I was like, look, I don't know what this person thought they knew about me, but like, look at my, I mean, I have, I'm a 4.95 plus driver, like, and there's no police report and there's no accident report and there's no, there's no evidence of any kind. So this is a, this is a sole, this is just an allegation that someone felt the need to put out there because they felt mad about something else. So if I don't get in a wreck and I don't drive erratically, like, what are you, what are you bitching about? You know, like three years ago, I used to drive for Lyft and there was a morning, I was out at the morning rush, you know, and I got this call to come pick up this lady and yeah. I go to pick up the lady and you know, the thing starts ticking down the five minute wait time. And I message the lady, you know, where are you? She doesn't respond. I'm here waiting for you. She doesn't respond. So I said, all right, I'm waiting. The five minutes ends. I leave. I literally got like a block away and the same lady calls for a lift again. And I thought, okay, this has to be a joke. And I go back and I pick her up and she's all apologetic. Oh, I'm so sorry. I didn't see the notice that said you were here. And I'm like, yeah, you didn't also didn't see the three messages I sent you as well during the five minutes time. And she got in the car. And then, you know, at the time I had like a 5.0 rating and all of a sudden my rating went down and I was like, aha, this lady dinged me. And so I called and I complained. And you know what they told me? We see where you sent her messages. We see where you waited for five minutes, but she did complain that you didn't wait for her. So um, we have to put that rating in there. And I was, and I told them at the time, that's really stupid. If you have on record that I waited the time that you tell me to wait and I sent her messages telling her I was there, why would you count that against me? But it's because everything's based off of that, you know, that rating for your bonuses and everything. And they don't want to pay you. They just yeah. don't want to pay you. That's really you what know, the truth is. You know, the craziest thing about this is like, I, I called Lyft recently and I was like, Hey, look at my rating. It's, you know, this. And I said, why did it go down like this? And then they said, oh, well, yesterday you got a four shot, but I went ahead and removed it for you. I'm like, thanks. Back to 4.98. Hell yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they, they, they know what they're up to. But so what else is new? I mean, so you so your your plans are to get a programming job somewhere. Yeah. Is that we, correct? Yeah. I'm going to go for readmaps.com because I don't want to be drug tested because I like to smoke pot. They're based here. They're based in Orange County. Big company. Orange County, California? Yeah. Yeah, I They're can't based work right here, I right can't up the road. California. Well, I don't recommend it to anybody because we're, we're in three years. When my youngest graduates, we're out of the state. We're gone. I heard that Cali's trying to go into three states. Um, they tried that in the last election, but it didn't even get on the ballot because some there's some legal issues. The problem is, and people don't seem to realize, is when you when you create a state, you know, you create a constitution, and that constitution has certain rules for how you can handle issues like that, yeah. and it clearly doesn't say in it, oh, and if you ever want to split into three states, go for it. You know, so the courts get in the way and complain about it. Yeah. I just realized I was talking and I was muted. My apologies. Well, this has been a very professional episode so far. I'm really, um, I'm really proud of it. You know, uh, guys, but you know, if you want to hear more, I guess, material for me, like I've realized my plan, my, my plan at the 20, at nearly 25 is this is as simple as it gets. I'm going to work for Lyft until I have enough money to move to Denver, pay off my debts, go to Denver, be a software developer until I can afford to, until I can afford to train jujitsu, work on comedy on the side. And then I design, I'm going to design an angular web app. That's going to, in my opinion, beat TripAdvisor, and that's going to happen in a couple of years. So if I can even get close, if I can even get a hair close to being TripAdvisor, I'm going to be rich. And I might as well let my best friend be the cybersecurity, uh, you know, chief of staff, whatever you call that. <laughs> I don't even know you call that job title. <laughs> it's called, it's called a CIO. 
penetration tester or whatever. <laughs> yeah. But that's the job title for, wow. for penetration. No, that's actually a job title. That's that's not a, that's not a sexual pun. Like that's actually what they're called. They they, they penetrate uh, networks to see if they can be uh, uh-huh. infiltrated. You know, I've been in IT for thirty years, right? I know, I know. We, we, uh, <laughs> I met a recruiter on LinkedIn recently. A recruiter on LinkedIn. Yeah, I, I gave I gave a list right to her, and she gave me her LinkedIn. She's like, "Oh my god, reply!" I'm like, "I'm like, I want to apply, but I can't work in Texas, lady. Like, I don't want to fucking work here. Like, look around. There's not there's not shit to do. It's you bars, out, restaurants, yeah. but." No, we I, talked last time about why you're going to Denver. I'm not honestly. I'm not going anymore to escape my father. My father and I are cool. Honestly, most of the most of the problems we had were my problems. I was just mad at him, and I, now I'm like, Dad, what the fuck was I mad at you for? Like, you know, I mean, sure he's tough. Sure he's you know negative. Sure, I mean, sure he can be a lot of things, but he's not a bad dad. That was my fault for thinking that. Well, that's mature of you to admit that. And if Tori well, would ever say if Tori would ever say anything, it would probably make this episode a slightly bit better. And you call me the unprofessional one. No, like this is this is what's crazy about this is what's so crazy. And I want to express this for anybody out there who actually has gone through this or is going through this. When you're like, so I'm 24, going to 25. I have a fuck load of energy. I like to do what I want to do, and if you don't like it, then I don't give a fuck. That's kind of that's kind of how my personality is. It's not to it's not to say like what you did, what you like is less important. It's just like if you don't like it, that's fine. But I like this, so I'm gonna do this regardless. So if you, I don't know if you're a girl or guy, whatever, if you're transgender, I don't know what your life is like. But here's all I gotta tell you: you're gonna go through. You, you may or may not go through periods when you really think your parents are the dumbest fucking idiots alive. But really. They've lived longer. So they're sitting there, they're, they're really sitting there watching you trying to make your own mind up. That's what that, that's what that feeling is. You feel like you're lost. You're not really lost. You're just trying to wait to figure out what you're going to do. And when you figure out what you're going to do, you, you, you then stop blaming other people for your problems. That's really what life, that, that's why life is so fucking great. Cause when you stop blaming the, when you stop pointing the finger at everyone but yourself, you really can grow. Well, and I think that one of the reasons why being a parent is one of the hardest jobs, if you do it right, is because your job is really you know, when kids are younger, it's like basically the only way I can put it is keep them alive, you know, <laughs> um, make sure that they don't walk out in front of a car. Yeah. And, you know, you're essentially you're trying to teach them how to fend for themselves. Then once they once they're able to fend for themselves, then you kind of have to sit back and you have to be like, OK, I taught them the right things to do. I taught them how to act. Now what they need to do is make their own decisions. And that's the hardest thing to do as a parent is let your kid make decisions. But. The whole point is, as long as you're around as a parent, then the kid has you there for support. And that kid could be 30 years old for crying out loud. It doesn't matter. They have you there for support. And that's what you want is you want them to make those kind of mistakes when they're younger and live life and experience things. And that way, hopefully they mature and they learn and everybody, you know, everybody grows at a different rate. Right. But as a parent, your job is not to like tell them what to do and what not to do. That's called control. And you shouldn't ever want to control anyone. Yeah. Girlfriend, husband, wife, doesn't matter. Son, daughter, shouldn't want to control them. That's a real problem when you want to control somebody. I think that you really focus on helping that person grow as an individual. And if you've done the right thing when they're younger, it'll eventually come around and happen. Problem is that certain parents try to influence everything that their kid does. (laughs) Tell them to go do this, you know, go join a club at school, go, you know, you, you need to live at this place and not that place. Those things make me angry. Forcing people to do things is not kind of in my nature. I don't really like to force people to do things. I think it's ridiculous, but I wanted to ask you a question. Why the hell did you change your Instagram name again after promising me you wouldn't do it? 
Speaking Jackson. of force, <laughs> I want to hear the story because I, here's the thing about this guy, people. He sometimes seems like he does things for totally random reasons. But when you ask him the question, it isn't really so random. It might seem random, but he has a reason. So I want to know what's your reason. It just sounds a bit too plain. And Jackson Horn is the closest thing I can get to back. Because if you look at, I mean, if you look at like the best celebrities, some of them just have their name in there. So I'm thinking, you know what? If I ever make it big, people are not going to give a fuck about comedic Jackson Horn because my posts will reflect that. They're going to know just Jackson Horn is, is a lot cleaner. Um, I feel like the, I feel like the, I feel like the Jackson kind of makes you think, Oh, there's an O. It's, I mean, it's just kind of catchy, but honestly, it's really clear some wires out. Like we said earlier with clout. People, people on Instagram are not going to follow me if I'm funny. They're going to follow me if I have money and I'm funny. So I can be funny all day. No one's going to give a fuck until I have money to show up to back it up. So yeah, I mean, honestly, Instagram is like 5% of my concern at this point. I just, I recently, I started doing battle reps on there. I started doing like slam poetry. It's fun as fuck. <laughs> so Interesting. that's my, yeah. So I'm, I watched a movie called Bodied. Uh, it's produced by Eminem. It's basically a bunch of battle rappers and battle rap is really fun, but Mike, earlier you said, uh, you know, you mentioned an individual growth and I was, you know, this is insane conversation. This is insane conversation revealed on the, you know, on the, uh, not on the nightly rant. So I'm going to go ahead and try to swerve the conversation. If y'all want to exit it, that's your choice, but <laughs> I'm going to try to bite. Ruh-roh. I want to try to bite, but we'll have some time. Guys, I can't tell you both that I'm still a Trump supporter. I don't think that I'm, I don't, I don't think that I'm any longer currently supporting Trump 100%. I think I'm still on the right, but I think Trump is fucking up. He's his rhetoric is ridiculous. And wow. The only the only like one today today I read this he, he actually signed an executive order to have all disabled veterans student loan debt forgiven period. He signed that executive order. I just think that Trump is Trump has a very dangerous temperament, but he's also not an idiot, which makes it really hard to figure out and, you know if he's ever going to get it right. And that was almost the rhyme. <laughs> Well, what, well, what, what prompted this? Like what, what's causing you to feel this way? Um, honestly, talking to people I respect, people I respect seem to think that Trump's really divisive. I don't think he's divisive. I think that people choose to think that way because how can, how can one person divide you? It's, it's your choice. It's your choice as a man or woman to divide yourself. If you want to let someone's words do it for you, that's your choice. But I, I, st- I don't think he's divisive. I think people want to think that and they, and they make it the reality, but past that, this recession, I'm worried. I'm worried about a recession too, because that just came up too. And the inverted yield, the in, the inverted yield curve is, you know, or the yield the yield curve is inverted. And I'm just so now I'm a, little, a bit worried, but I'm also not worried because I'm gonna have a software developer job. So ah, <laughs> well, maybe that's made up by the media. I I don't know. I mean, I'm not all into everything's fake. I mean, if if it's on Vox or if it's on somewhere, it's probably not complete bullshit. Someone's, you know, it's but. Yeah, I think I might. I mean, I'm actually, I'm actually pretty interested in Andrew Yang right now. I don't know why, but I think that he might have some, some solutions. I'm not really sure. I don't know. I just don't, I just know that I'm not on the right, right anymore. Like Trump's temperament used to like turn me on and I'm like, what the fuck? He's basically, he's insane. <laughs> I mean, when it, it's just, I, I pay, I pay so much attention to politics and to me, it just seems like the right wants more money. It seems like the left wants more handouts. That's how, that's how I, that's how I see it at this point. The right wants more tax cuts. The left wants more handouts. I don't know how else to see it. I can't see it any other way. If I'm wrong, I'm wrong. You, you know? still haven't answered my question though. What, what specific issue has Trump been involved in that you think he screwed up? Cause you said earlier that he screwed up. And, and before we go any further, you know, I have this thing about I attract weirdos who think that because I ask questions like this, that instantly I'm a Trump supporter. Did not vote for the guy. Won't vote for the guy the next time. Didn't really want a reality show star to be president in the first place. <laughs> and I'm sorry, but the president of the United States does not need to be a businessman. Just doesn't. 
I mean, I voted for Obama the first time because I thought he sounded interesting, but then I saw what a bozo he was and how divisive he actually was and didn't vote for him the second time around. So I'm curious, like I can see how, if you think what I'm saying, I voted for a president and then the next time didn't, and you said you voted for him and next time might not. Yeah. What, what specific reason do you have for that? What did he do specifically that bothers you? Okay. I'll answer your question 100% this time. I hope I answer it in a way you, you appreciate. Um, no, <laughs> as long as it's an answer, as long as it's an answer to the question, I don't care. But it, there is no right or wrong answer here, right? Because it, it's about your feelings. Why <laughs> yeah. did you, why yeah. do you feel that way? So in my view, a president of, of any gender should come into office and they should have an objective to not stir shit up. If they have to stir shit up, it's because they have to get shit done a certain way. So Trump has... Basically, uh, he's had several court cases go all the way to the Supreme Court, at, le- at least one. The wall for the wall was at least one case. Um, I don't know about other cases, but that, that he just Trump just stirs shit up too much. Like, I wish somebody could go in there and be tough, be uncompromising and be compassionate and diligent without the fucking rhetoric. The rhetoric is like five year old level. It's honestly annoying at this point. Like, I don't get offended by it. I'm just like, what the fuck, dude? Stop. It's like, like, just, just sound more mature or take DMT, do something. And so <laughs> like, it, it's really just, it's really just, the, it's really just the way he approaches his career. I'm just like, man. So does that, is that answering your question? Yeah. But I, what I would Was say that, to that, that's, because that's the wrong. No, it's not wrong. There is no wrong. It's your opinion. And I mean, I'm not going to say whether I agree or don't agree because because quite honestly, I think it's an interesting opinion. I think that he went into this saying that he was going to drain the swamp, which is just another way of saying I'm going to expose the corruption that exists. Mm -hmm. And I personally think like I'll give you an example. So we we have a, a city council member here in our city who stole $100,000 worth of campaign donations and didn't report them. Then of the 200000 that she did report, she took 80000 of it and said she spent it on an office that doesn't exist. And so we're trying to recall her. And we wanted to get the support of the, what do you call it, the Orange County uh, Republican Party. And so we sent them all the evidence and they said, well, but all this stuff happened before she was elected. We're not worried about that. We are only worried about things that happened after she was in office. Well, these are people who fought really hard to recall another guy because he voted yes on something they wanted him to vote no on. That's his only mistake. He voted yes on something he wanted him to vote no on. We're showing them that this lady intimidated voters into voting for her. She goes after private citizens and threatens them with lawsuits if they embarrass her at a city council meeting. She stole a crap ton of money. And she so you know what that by and takes creepy pictures of people's houses. Yeah, she drives by people's houses and takes pictures of it. And you know what that makes those people in the GOP of Orange County makes them pussies because because <laughs> they they don't they don't want to fight the fired. battle. They don't want to fight the battle. They don't want to call the, the they don't want to call the bullshit out. And sometimes when there's corruption, you have to just be like, you know what the hell? Okay, give you an example. Don't agree with the whole they should go back to where they came from comment. That was not very well thought out. But I get the point. But I get the point. Like the one lady, the one lady is a U.S. House yeah. of Representatives yeah. member. And then she's saying, oh, the United States were just nothing but warmongers. Well, guess what? You represent us. You get to vote against war if you want to. Stop. The, you know, your approach is shitty. Don't don't act like that. You you almost should be removed from office because of that. I think some of what you say is true. And I think some of what you say I disagree with. I think he's definitely childish. I think someone should take his damn Twitter account and shut it down. Like, seriously, if I was his chief of staff, I would change the password. 
and then just well, I don't know. I don't know what happens when you when you're when you're dealing with someone as nar- as narcissistic as Donald Trump. Taking his Twitter away will only make like if, if Twitter. I mean, honestly, like this whole fucking country right now is just like to me. It's more interesting and, and funny than it is like a, like horrible and like negative because everyone's fucking mad about this guy in office. But every, <laughs> but then there's like this whole there's like this whole group of people who are like who are all like y'all are fucking emotional idiots. He's doing a good job, and it's like I it's it's such a mind fuck. Like it's interesting as fuck to what to wit to witness this like. We've got this guy with this fucking baby face. Look, I don't even know. I can't. It's it's so. <laughs> he looks like a Cheeto. So, Let's be real, a Cheeto. It, it's it's just like the, one of the. Okay, you know what? This I can I can hit your question with this answer. When he tells people that he like on, I think it was on like Jimmy Kimmel Live or some shit. They asked Trump. They, they asked Trump and Ivanka, "Hey, what do y'all share in common?" Ivanka said golfing and real estate. Trump said, "Well, I was going to say sex." What the fuck, Trump? He's That's a man, a, though. What but the, he's a man. You, you have to remember something, okay? This is something that you, sorry, you know, you young puppies don't understand. When, back in the day, when people were, you know, born in like the 40s, that's kind of how they grew up and how they acted. I have an ex-wife and she had a stepdad who was, oh, 10 years ago, he was like late 70s. And we once went to a barbecue restaurant and you know, of course, because a barbecue restaurant, they kind of have like a Western themed dress for the waitresses. Their skirts are like 12 sizes too short for their actual size. And she came in, you know, like typical waitress, delivers the food, you know, then comes back later and says, is there anything else I can get you? And he said to her, yes, tell me what time you get off work. Now, what the hell is a 78 year old man saying that to a 19 year old girl in the first place? It was acceptable in their time. And so you kind of can't hold them responsible for what they were taught while they were growing up. I think that's a lot of where Trump's BS comes from. Yeah, he should know better. He should keep his mouth shut. Like I said, if I was his chief of staff, I would I would go into his Twitter account. I would change the recovery email to something he would never know. And then I would change his password. I don't know, boss. I don't know what happened. Can't get it changed for you. Sorry. I mean, I'm surprised Twitter, I'm going to tell you what, if he wasn't the president of the United States and he still said all the same stuff, Twitter would have shut his account down a long time ago, like a long, long time ago. And he's got issues. He definitely has. I mean, I honestly think the guy has some mental problems. I really do. I think there's something in the head that's not right. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Narcissism is a fucking, I mean, I've heard, I've heard a psychologist on YouTube live say that narcissism is a recipe for success because you do not care how people will be affected by your actions i mean that's a fucking fact i've literally like the one i'm still trying to wrestle with is that trump's racist or sexist like this is all i'm gonna say about that if trump is a racist he's he sucks at doing it he fucking like he Uh honestly he fucking sucks it he sucks at it because like why help asap rocky get out of jail like why fuck with ben carson and this is what's crazy it's people calling trump racist i almost i'm almost scared because like they don't even know what the word means that they're calling him racist. Racism. Right. This is racism. This is, I'll give you what, I'll tell you what racism is in this short story. If I'm working around 7 Eleven and I see a white guy and a black guy and it's two and it's five minutes before close, if I let the white guy in solely because he's white five minutes before close, that is racism. That's, mm-hmm. that's, that's what racism is. But if Trump tells four congresswomen who are not from, you know, who are from America to go back to where they came from, that's, that's just, that's just ignorance. That's not racist. It's like I don't I don't see how that's racism. Like he he didn't tell them to go die. He didn't tell them to stop living here. He just said if you don't like it, go back to where he's not saying. You know, like I'm drawing a I'm drawing a blank on the word. What was the word, honey? That that it really is. It's not it's not racism. It was something else. Um, can't remember. 
Hmm, can't remember what it is either. Oh, xenophobia. Oh, He's xenophobic. He's afraid of people from other countries. And that's, you know, kind of seems to be true when he puts these travel bans and stuff like that. But, you know, I'm surprised you brought it to politics, but I'll tell you something. You're right about that, you know, about social media, because like the same recall that we're talking about, what the lady has done is she's created a bunch of fake accounts. And this is the hilarious part. She's Korean. And the one lady that supports her is Korean and they don't speak really great English. And so they create these names. Like, let's just say as an example, because I'm not going to give them publicity but let's say one of the examples is you know jennifer smith and then when they talk you can clearly tell that that's not jennifer smith like that person doesn't speak english very well but they did it for one reason and one reason only they want to be able to say whatever the fuck they want to say to whomever the fuck they want to say it to and not get in trouble not be held responsible for their actions because you know what if you can't find out who they are you can't sue them for what they say right well, so, and and like they can make threats against you. And guess what? If they make threats against you, police can't do anything about it because they don't know who the fuck they are. So they do it so that they can get away with whatever they want to get away with, whatever actions they take, they can get away with it. And that's coming a huge problem. I read something recently that like 65% of high schoolers have been bullied on social media. 65%. That's a lot. The fact and I can, I'm speaking for myself, not just because I'm not trying to act like I'm better, but like the fact that human beings allow literal code on an app to make them feel bad about themselves, that is a dangerous status quo. We can't have, we can't yeah. have them. We cannot have, like, this is my thing. If you're a trained fighter, you know, to an enough degree, you're not going to need to feel intimidated. If you do, you're not really that good fighting. So for me, I just let people say what they want. I mean, I was car chased in a lift, like not even a month ago. Someone car chased me. And I didn't give, I was just like, you're going to do this? Like, okay, so stand still. Who, who gets out first? Like, in, in the old days, you could beat someone's ass in a bar for hitting on your wife. Now you can't, that's assault. So it's just crazy how words affect us more than violence does. Like, they're not the same. Obviously, obviously that shooting in El Paso really fucked up people's hearts. But I'm saying like, actions seem to be almost as intense as, or sorry, words seem to be almost as intense as actions. It's crazy how it's happening. Sure. It's just gotten worse and worse and worse and worse. But don't forget what happens with the internet in general, in my opinion, is it just amplifies what already goes on in society. So people who are have a ten let's use like this. People who have a tendency to be pedophiles, they're even worse online. Um, people who are racist, they're even worse online. People who are sexist, worse online. People who are bullies, <laughs> worse online and the problem though but the problem becomes i'm going to use the word again i know you hate this word honey but i'm going to use the word again the problem is society's showing that they're a bunch of pussies because once again you disagree with someone oh you're a bully why are we misusing the term bully i mean it's it's insulting to people who have been actually bullied if you've ever had somebody like physically like knock books out of your hand or you know steal your lunch from you or your lunch money from you and then someone calls another person a bully because they don't agree. That's the problem is we're redefining what words actually mean. Yeah, bully does not bu- bully. A bully is somebody who, who lacks dignity and they want to take that on somebody by making themselves feel better. That's what. So if you if you want to yeah. say if you want to say I'm going to bully you in, in the cage, you're using the word wrong. You should say I'll do whatever I want to you in the cage. That's what you really because if you want to sound if you want to actually if you want to actually have your way. Then just say, I'll do whatever I want, because that implies you don't have a, a loss of, you know, dignity. That implies that you're confident. But a bully is like, I don't like my life, and 
I hate adults, so therefore I'm just gonna fuck with somebody because I because I last, want to. Last thing for the for the night. You're an MMA fan. What did you think of the the fights over this past weekend? I could not be happier for Nate Diaz. Nate Diaz won that fight. I was at the fight for free. Or, sorry, I was at I was at a bar for free. I should have paid five bucks, but I got I got in. I, I kind of found a hack. But the whole time I'm watching this fight, everyone's like, "Go Pettis, go!" Pettis. I'm like, "You all think that Pettis is gonna tap out a black belt? You're all fucking on crack." The second that Nate Diaz gets a hold of his legs, he's fucked. And then turn off each time the the RNC came. I was just like, man. And so I really want Nate to fight Connor or Jorge Masvidal, but Connor is pissing me the fuck off. Connor, why do you have to keep punching dudes? If you're in a bar and someone doesn't like your whiskey, fuck them. Just walk away. You don't have to punch an old man for disliking your whiskey, dude. You're fucking, you're a millionaire. Act like it. Wow. I, I think we need to have Brian and Jackson on at the same time. Oh dear. We have a guy that's on our podcast network. He has a show called Your Favorite Blockhead, and he is a real MMA fan. And he even will, if you let him, he'll go off and do like interview style commentary. He knows his stuff. He's really, he, his podcast mixes MMA and the Peanuts cartoon characters. He's obsessed with the Peanuts. And I love him because he's, he's, he, he has, (laughs) he understands MMA inside and out and he has a passion for it. Um, But he's a really good person. And um, like, He's super passionate about peanuts. And I remember he he told us why. You know, and we, we, you guys can go back and listen to one of the first episodes where Brian was on our podcast to find out why, because I'm not going to tell you here. But he told us why he was so into peanuts. And you know, he has a lot of respect for, like, his heroes are, like, you know, his dad and his grandfather. You know, those are his heroes. And I have a lot of respect for a guy that's like that. Because, like you were saying earlier, you know, too many people think their parents are assholes. And he understands why, you know, his parents handled him the way that they handled him. He's just a great all around guy and he doesn't ever miss an episode of the show. So he's going to hear everything that we just said and send me a Facebook message telling me, aw shucks. So Brian, don't send me an aw shucks. Say something else. Um, <laughs> it's, it's more appropriate. So anyway, Jackson, I think you should, I think you should come on a little more often. I think you should, uh, you know, make an effort to, uh, at least once a month, try to get on here. Doesn't mean we're always going to accept you. Just kidding. We always accept pretty much anybody that, <laughs> that applies. It depends. It depends. Actually, I've turned down about three people recently because I just say, what the heck would we talk to you about? Like, I don't understand what we would, what we would talk to you about. I mean, I don't know if you heard, we had a, we had an international model on and she's from Australia and that was an interesting show in some ways. It <laughs> in was, some ways. <laughs> well, it was, it was, well, what was interesting was like, we asked her a question about, you travel all over the place. Yeah. So what was the favorite place you've ever been? Las Vegas. That, that shocks me. Okay. Then, then she, we said, what's the most shocking thing you've seen when you travel? And she said that she went to Canada and that all the labels are in French and English. That was shocking to her. Well, if you know anything about Canada, you know why they're in French and English. It was just really interesting to me that the things that I would take for granted, she was just all into like Vegas. She loves Vegas. Um, <laughs> My guess, though, is that being a model and traveling in the, what do you call it, the circle that she travels in, she probably gets into clubs for free and, you know, gets moved right to the front of the line, that sort of thing. And that's probably why she likes it, because she gets treated like a queen while she's there. Probably. Um, but the Canadian thing was just bizarre. So anyway, man, thanks for being on tonight. And we we appreciate it. Sorry we had such a hassle connecting, um, but I'm glad you're finally here. We. There's actually, we had left you a message in the room in case you showed up last time and said, 
please reschedule for another time because you just disappeared. We didn't know what happened to you, but um, I guess you got locked out of your place. So that's understandable. Yeah. Anyway, tell people where to find you, man. Tell people where to find you. Everybody, I'm on Instagram at Jackson Horn. That is spelled J-A-C-K-S as in soccer N as in negate horn. So once again, Jackson Horn. I don't have the O in there because I think it sounds cool. I mean, I don't, I have Facebook, Jackson Horn. I don't think you want to add me on Facebook though, because we're not really like, you know, buddies, but you know, ha- have that if you want to. Um, I'm on Twitter at the, at the funny horn. I just tweeted. I wanted to buy some pot, but no one responded. So I deleted the tweets. <laughs> but, uh, anyway, um, wow. I'll have a website pretty soon, but that's not until I get my, you know, software career off, you know, but, um, sure. I, I definitely will be in Denver in the next coming, uh, year and I'll be pursuing comedy up there because I got to do it in a fresh environment. Well, Denver is one of the places we're looking at moving to, so maybe we'll be neighbors. What a fucking coincidence if that happens. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, well, again, thanks, man, for being on. We appreciate it. I can't see that. Oh, there said, we go. I just, I just got a, I just saw a thing. Posting a bogus Instagram hoax won't exempt you from its terms of use. That's another <laughs> story. Everyone's posting this dumb shit. Like, you the Instagram's not going to use your pictures against you in court, you dumb fucks. Not only that, <laughs> not only that. It's like they actually think that Instagram has some way of reading that you posted that disclaimer. Give me a break. Yeah, Instagram does not have the power of God. If they did, that'd be bad. (laughs) And um, note that there are more dumbasses in the world than non-dumbasses. Good night, everyone. Hasta la bye-bye. Thank you for listening to The Nightly Rant. If you enjoyed the show, please give us a five-star rating on Apple Podcasts or Google Play. If you didn't enjoy the show... Please just ignore that previous request for a rating. This has been a Yogi's Podcast Network production.